Thought Bubble Audio. All right. This is Spirit, Spirit Geeks. Geeks. This, this is Spirit Geeks. Spirit Geeks. Spirit Geeks. Spirit Geeks. Spirit Geeks. All right, let's start this thing. Mr. Oogie Boogie says it's time for Beer with Geeks. Up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my friend who actually doesn't like horror movies. Frank, how are you today? Horrible. Ooh. Not Dr. Horrible, no, though. No, I wish. <laughs> good, good pun. Good puns. All right, great. So you don't like... Are you wearing a Friends t-shirt that says Stranger Things? <laughs> no, I'm not, but... Uh, I can, I can, but since you asked... I can only see the stranger. Stranger <clears throat> Brew. Strange Brew. Strange Brew. So, uh, so my friend Shane owns a coffee shop in Starkville, Mississippi, and in Tupelo, Mississippi, called Strange Brew Coffee House. It is, I've had their coffee. I haven't been to the place, but they sell their coffee online, and I've... I've purchased some coffee from them. It's amazing. They have great coffee, great baked goods and everything. And he sent me a couple shirts. And this one is in the style of Friends. And it says Strange Brew with the Friends font with the colored dots in between. And then on the back, it says. I'll be there for for brew. brew. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love Pretty it. Great. Know who know know who's shaking their head at that though? Our special guest today, Palmer. Hey! How are you today, Palmer? I, I was good up until then. <laughs> 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 but you know what? Like a shooting star, I'm gonna go the distance. Oh, there you oh, go. I can go the distance till I find what we're all drinking. So, Palmer, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a beer that tastes remarkably like coffee. It's called cough beer. <laughs> Ew, sounds terrible. <laughs> cough beer sounds terrible. We, what, what's the secret ingredient? We cough in it, and, <laughs> and then we it. and then we distill. And that's part of the, the distilling process. The secret ingredient is Soylent Green. Ew, you don't want to no, know what that's made that's, of. No, Palmer's drinking a coffee. I, as I said last episode, will continue to drink Shipyard Pumpkin through the majority of October, and that is what I'm sticking with. So that moves on to Frank, who is. Also is also 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 drinking a shipyard is pumpkin correct. head. I have a pumpkin head right here, which I'm going to crack open right now. And he's cracking. <laughs> he's cracking. Oh, ah, he cracked! There we go. He he cracked. He went insane. One might say. You know who goes insane? People who care too much about winning and when they lose. <laughs> now, okay, so let's let so we know that I'm not competitive when it comes to these trivia games and such. Not even remotely. Okay. And but, but uh, Tim you're somewhat competitive. Right? You you you're only competitive in the sense that you care about keeping score and things like that which I clearly don't as we found out last time. Yeah. 
That's right. I care, I guess, in the way of um, general rules of competition, <laughs> but I don't actually care who. I, so I guess I like rules more than competition. <laughs> if it's going to be a competition, you're actually going to like follow the uh, the rules and, and, and yeah, <laughs> or like pay exactly. attention to what's going on. Exactly. And now, Palma, are you competitive at all? I will throw you in front of oncoming traffic. Nice. Thank, thank goodness we live on a dead end road. <laughs> and by we, I mean yeah. me, because you don't live no here. Witnesses. <laughs> to, to don't s- I, though? <laughs> don't don't <laughs> know. I know. <laughs> That's true. That is so true. <laughs> Ch- check the lease agreement one more time. Yeah. Okay. I own this place. There is no <laughs> That's lease. That's what you think. <laughs> Yes, no kidding. Oh, you mean check your <laughs> yeah, disagreement right, right. with me? I see. <laughs> so, um, I see. Uh, okay, so you're very competitive. Tim's sub- nominally competitive, and I'm not at all. I'm not going to be competing. I will just be the moderator of this game. This game is called It's Alive, a quiz it's deck. It's alive. A quiz deck of scary movies. Um, <clears throat> my wife uh, won this at a recent game of bingo at a coffee shop in our town. Hey, coffee slash beer shop in our town. Uh, they uh, you they were having a bingo night. We we each won a prize, and uh, this was hers. And we thought this would be fun to do around Halloween. So, so let's do this. So you moved into a you moved into a tiny quiet town and instantly became eighty year old. Uh, uh, yeah, apparently yes. Uh, that's a pretty good summary. Good actually. job. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. In your spooky, spooky town. Spooky town. Yes. Spooky town, USA. I guess everyone lives in a spooky town yeah, around I live Halloween. In town. Come on. No. That, no, so true, though. You really, <laughs> do, really live. do. Without saying what it is, you live in yeah. the spooky town. I mean, it's town. Not, yeah, it's fine. No, but, it's amazing. It's not like it's not like scary spooky, spooky but it's the spookiest scary. town. <laughs> Werewolf Barn Spa. <laughs> now, every Beer with Geek listener is going to be like wandering around Sleepy Hollow looking for yeah, Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow is a lovely little town. I was just there a couple of months ago. I was there during the day, so it wasn't oh, scary. No, see, that's no fun. I've also been there at night. It's pretty boring, actually. Everything closes at like eight. So if you get there, oh, so, after so eight, it's like Albany, New York, kinda. So yeah. if you get there after eight, everyone's like, "Oh well, I hope you enjoy sleeping because that's all there is to do." <laughs> oh god. Also, except this Headless Horseman Diner we have, oh, right. what it- to which I went, to which I went to. Is, so Sleepy Hollow's in the northern part of the state, right? No, Sleepy Hollow is east of New York City. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I wonder if it was a northern New York thing. Because it's in like, I the went Hudson to... River Valley. Yeah, it's in right. that area. I don't know. In, uh, so no, it's not really north. Like New York is the city that never sleeps, mm. and the rest of New York sleeps for, the, yeah. for yeah. them. New York doesn't. New York makes sure that they don't sleep for <laughs> yeah. everyone. Yeah, that's, right. that's how it that's works. It, yeah. So we've got these cards. The sleeping... We've got oh, the It's yeah. Alive cards. <laughs> I forgot we were playing a game. I thought we were going to talk about (laughs) the sleeping energy of New York. (laughs) I have devised a set of of simple rules. Uh, Oh, now you have rules. Well, I mean, now that I'm not participating. Um, And I can can keep score as well. This is like that time that Joey and uh, Chandler went off against trivia on on, uh, Rachel and Monica. And you, Ross, were the... uh, (laughs) You're the moderator. Okay. Anyway, continue. I'm so sorry. here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that uh, we will we will go through uh, the, uh, a bunch of questions, basically uh, as much as we can we can do to fill the time. Um, and you guys, uh, so these questions, some of them are uh, some of them are multiple choice, some of them are not. So you just need to know the answer. Um, the 
Are you going to tell us which ones are multiple choice and which ones aren't before <laughs> yes. you yes. like? Yeah. Okay, because otherwise we're just, just going to be sitting just here waiting. For and I will, I will say yeah. like I'll, I'll let you know if these choices are not. Um, you guys should. Uh, I'm thinking you guys can buzz in by saying your your own name. So you wait to hear the choices. I mean, you can buzz in before the choices. Are, I'm done reading them if you want to, but buzz in by saying <laughs> your name, and then you can you can take a chance at answering. Uh, can I change that rule for okay. a second? Can we Actually. buzz in by saying the other person's name to just really confuse you? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we should have a what a general like Halloween catchphrase or something <laughs> that we have to say. It, like that's spooky, our thing. Scary. It's like spooky, scary, or like red rum, sure. or uh, something like that. Okay, so, whatever. Okay, so we can do red rum, yep. and I need another one. Oh. What's one from like Nightmare Before Christmas? Halloween Town. Are you, That's uh, horrible. Um, Jack Skellington. Uh, you just say Skellington. No, we've thought this out real well, folks. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. That's go. a great. There we go. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so red rum and hocus pocus. So you hocus pocus. No, that's not the right answer. No, I'm buzzing in. <laughs> no, so so you're hocus pocus and I'm red rum. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. so those Great. are your catchphrases. Okay. That's what you, that's what you buzz in with, and then whoever has the most at the end, we will uh, we will tally up. I will keep score, and uh, and we'll see who the champion is. All right, fantastic. All right, so uh, without further ado. Uh, he made the best loser win. Made the best <laughs> loser win. There you go. That's the spirit. All right. <clears throat> if a waiter offers you a dish of liver accompanied by fava beans and a nice Chianti, what horror film character would you expect to find? Red Rock. Oh, yeah. Silence there of the Lambs. There you go. Uh, well, what character? Oh, okay. Collector in hey, Silence of the go. Lambs. All right. One for Tim. All right, uh, this super low-budget indie horror film was shot for around $25,000 and is gross more than... Hocus Pocus. Yes. Blair Witch Project. That's correct. One for Palmer. Nailed it. Okay, so, Rule, we don't have to wait for Frank to finish the question. I think that... Okay, Right, he said said that. that. I missed that. I was too busy thinking of how we get (laughs) (laughs) phrases. This is Halloween. This is Beer with Geeks. This is Beer with Geeks. (laughs) This is Beer with Geeks. (laughs) Uh, okay. Dario Argento is sometimes called the Alfred, the Italian Alfred Hitchcock. Which of the following thrillers did he direct? There's four choices. A, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. B, Deep Red. C, Suspiria. D, All of the Above. Hocus Pocus. Okay. All of the Above. That is correct. Yeah, but, right. I knew he did Suspiria, but the other two sounded familiar. Suspiria is the only one I recognize, so yeah. that would have been my, go. my go-to. Okay, this one's also uh, four choices. The Academy Award-winning 1998 film Gods and Monsters is about the life uh, of director James Whale, who in 1935 made a film that is today considered his masterpiece. What is this film? Oh, Red Robin. Okay. Bride, Bride of Frankenstein. That's correct. Bam. Guys gotcha. are tied at two I, apiece. I couldn't. I was waiting to see if they were going Frankenstein or Bride of Frankenstein. So 1935 was what yeah. what clicked me off. Great film, good, Bride of Frankenstein. Good. All right, multiple choice again. This avant-garde study She's of voyeurism and crime was so shocking, it virtually ended the career of its until then successful director. What was the name of this thriller, now widely considered a classic? <clears throat> a, Peeping, uh, sorry. <clears throat> a, Peeping Tom. Uh, B, Blow Up. C, Rear Window. 
D, Spy. Focus, focus. Rear window. That is incorrect. Tim, would you like to take a shot? Could you say the choices yes. again? Did you hear the question again? No, just the choices. A, Peeping Tom. B, Blow Up. C, Rear Window. D, Spies. I'm going to say Peeping That's Tom. That's correct. Wow. Yes. I have no idea who directed that. It just sounds like a movie that would be terrible. Good. I yes. figured it was uh, the Alfred Hitchcock movie. Rear Window. Yeah. Yeah, which is a great film, and everyone loved it when it came out. Because Grace Kelly. Right, but I figured, you know, people no longer wanted to see Grace Kelly because they were afraid he was... She. Because voyeurism. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking... Because voyeurism. I'm thinking the guy. Yeah. 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 Jimmy Stewart. James Stewart. Yeah. There we go. Oh, love Jimmy Stewart. Many rank The Exorcist as the scariest movie of all time. A large contributor to its creepiness is a unique soundtrack perfectly suited to the horrifying story. What is the name of the theme music and who wrote it? Oh, I don't know the I don't know the name of the person. I don't know this at all. ABBA. <laughs> Red Rum, ABBA. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It was Tubular Bells by oh, Mike Oldfield. Tubular Bells was the name. Who was Mike it? Mike Oldfield. Okay. So you knew the name. I, I always you could have gotten name. at least half credit for that. Yeah. I to be fair, I only know the name because of the old like late night infomercials that they would run on TV for like the Exorcist? For no, for like best of sound, you know. Songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know. And they would have the name scrolling. It is a, it is a great, yeah. it is a great soundtrack. No it doubt is. about that. That's, that's about the only good thing in that movie. I'm sorry, hot take. I, I dislike wow. it. So this is actually so sidetrack. This is an interesting. So I read in uh, editorial recently about The Exorcist and how uh, uh, this man heard it was like the man who wrote it is like greatest horror film of all time. I should right. probably watch it. Watches it. He's like, not scary at all. It Don't doesn't care. age well. So then years later, he watched it when he had children. Yep. And they said scariest movie he's ever seen. Because it, it's not about it just the film anymore, but like placing like where you are in life and, and that context onto the film is what makes it scary. And so I think you are correct. It doesn't age well in some in some areas, but I think if you like say as a parent, right. imagine your child going through that, it takes on a whole other layer, which made it scary for him. Look, I've seen enough horror movies. Exorcist doesn't. I don't need Exorcist to make me afraid of children. <laughs> like The Shining does that alone. Yeah. Anyway, okay, great. To Frank. Okay. To okay. This one has no choices, so listen carefully. Based on a short story by Daphne Du Maurier. Don't Look Now stars Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie as the grief-stricken parents of young Christine, who accidentally drowns in a pond at the family's English home. Which major European city forms the ghostly backdrop for this psychological thriller? European city? Mm -hmm. Red Rum, Belgium? No, Prague? Nope, I'm sorry. Because Belgium is not a <laughs> city. <laughs> Palmer, any guesses? Venice. Yes! Whoa! That is a great guess. Was that a guess? Venice. That was it was that a guess. Was correct. Yeah. Yes. Even with Tim trying to sabotage the uh, I accidentally hit the headphone jack and oh. it popped out of the computer. <laughs> I rang the bell and everything. Yes. Oh, no. I we missed your entire freak out. Talk about Tim, you know, not being competitive. <laughs> Just sabotaging it. 
That was weird. I can't believe that actually happened. I like moved. I crossed my foot and, and it was the only thing that came out. It just went. Bloop, that was it. I don't even know how that was possible. Wow. Venice. Good for you. You said Daphne de Moray, and I was already with the answer of Rebecca, oh, even if yeah. that was <laughs> right or wrong. Basically is the, the only answer. thing I know. Rebecca, Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> that's, that's all I've got. <laughs> all right, you guys are tied at three each. Wow. Uh, see, now that I know that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, uh, four, qu- four answers for this one, four choices. What? Sweet, perky little Audrey Hepburn in a scary movie? Unlikely as it sounds, Hepburn starred as a blind apartment dweller in a 1967 suspense thriller directed by Terrence Young. What was the name of this movie? A, At First Sight. B, Ice Castles. C, Places in the Dark. Sorry, Places in the Heart. D, Wait Until Dark. D, Red Rum, Wait Until Dark. That was not in order. (laughs) It's okay. You're correct. Okay. I've never seen that film. I've I just know, I just recognize the title. Sometimes yeah. it's all it takes. Yeah, that's true. Now I want to mm-hmm. see it though. I didn't know that. I didn't know that Audrey Hepburn well, was. Well, hopefully, it's nominated. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's your cue to watch Academy Rewind <laughs> right here on the Thought Bubble Audio Network. That's right. Okay. All right. Uh, Toby Hooper got the director's credit for Poltergeist, but that movie bears little directorial resemblance to the earlier work for which hooper is best known what was hooper's 1974 hocus pocus texas correct i didn't know that it was the same guy oh you didn't know no i didn't either and so yeah he's basically a an in name only director on poltergeist okay as you can tell because steven spielberg because steven spielberg like it's widely it's widely believed that spielberg kind of basically directed that movie. right wow yeah which is which is why people watch it in or don't watch it i don't really see a lot of poltergeist talk anymore um the original poltergeist is still considered good hmm. i mean the sequels no but yeah but isn't that the way with most horror films yeah although i think i like the remake more i oh, like the remake of poltergeist more hot take all right full of hot to frank tonight. all right hot take hot potatoes <clears throat> all right so years after a grisly murder at a secluded mountain lodge struggling writer jack torrance accepts the job of winter caretaker so he can write a novel without distractions. When his behavior becomes erratic, his wife sneaks a look at Jack's manuscript and knows that something's horribly amiss. Red rum, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. That is half of the answer to the two-part question. (laughs) (laughs) The the Shining. What's the film that has Jack written? Yes and yes. Okay. Yay. Like like you're reading the question and me and Tim are just both staring at each other like, is this the longest question for The Shining ever? I was like, just waiting for like, it's The Shining. If I don't get this, my my call and response is red rum. I know. I I was really hoping hoping that it would be asking for red rum. So you could say red rum. Uh, Red rum. As soon as you said that she goes in to, like, he's a writer and she goes in to see, I was like, it's asking what, what right. it says. Yeah. Um, by the no way, be- so no the beer, questions... no TV, make Homer something, something. <laughs> right, right. Go crazy. Don't mind if the I do. The questions it. are like a paragraph long. That is yeah. huge. That's and then the answers the are also a paragraph long, but they put the, like, main piece of information in bold so I can pick out. Oh, like... so you, 
But like, there's a whole thing of Stanley Kubrick's <laughs> The Shining, 1980, adapted from a Stephen <laughs> King novel. Wendy Torrance, Shelley Duvall is horrified to discover like it just goes on and on and on and on. Somebody, somebody had fun at the typewriter. That someone had fun. <laughs> I'm not talking about day. Jack Torrance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, this is a multiple choice. A down-on-his-luck private eye takes a lucrative missing persons job only to find himself in over his head when dead bodies start turning up all around him. This Alan Parker... Any movie. And this Alan Parker film starring Mickey Rourke and Lisa Bonet begins in Harlem and reaches its chilling denouement in Louisiana voodoo country. Hocus Pocus. Okay. Angel Heart. Yeah. Wow, nice job. Good job. As soon as he said Lisa Bonet, I'm like, she's only done one thing after college. There you go. Gotcha. (laughs) <laughs> gotcha. Also, you said denouement. I'm very impressed with Frank right now. <laughs> denouement. <laughs> oh, Newman. Um, <clears throat> all right. <laughs> Hello, denouement. And it's also got it's also got Robert De Niro in it. Oh, that's that's actually I didn't know that. That's cool. I don't think Robert De Niro knows. He's in the movie. <laughs> no. Sometimes those are my favorite movies where actors are like, I, do you know what movie you're in right now? No. <laughs> No, Je- no, I'm just Jeff no. Goldblum. I just showed up. Yep. <laughs> Looking at you, Liam Neeson in Star Wars. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what movie you're in right now? Anyway. Uh, yes, indeed. Okay. Um, uh, another uh, another uh, uh, multiple choice here. Who but Alfred Hitchcock could make birds into grazed killers? Where did Hitchcock set this tale of alarming avians? So where? <clears throat> A, Bodega Bay, California, B, Key West, Florida, C, Nantucket, Massachusetts, or D, Red Rum, Newport, Nantucket. Oregon. What was that? Bod- Red Rum, Nantucket. Uh, nope, that is incorrect. Bodega Bay. That is correct. Damn. I knew it was in California, but damn it, Bodega Bay didn't sound right, and then when there was no other California. Uh, I could have sworn it was Nantucket. Didn't no. he set a movie on Nantucket? Jaws. <laughs> That's not Alfred Hitchcock. Wasn't or it, is that Nantucket? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Maybe I'm thinking of the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. Which wasn't even Nantucket. No, but it was nominated, and we covered it on Academy Rewind. <laughs> Spoiler. We didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. so it's just okay. I, uh, I was just listening to a podcast about the death of Natalie Wood. It's a 12-part docuseries that goes into, like, did Robert uh, Wagner do it or not? All this stuff. And obviously Christopher Walken was on the boat when this happened. And they keep talking mm-hmm. about Christopher Walken, fresh off his Oscar nomination uh, or Oscar win for The Deer Hunter. And I keep thinking about you guys and your review of The Deer Hunter on Academy <laughs> Run and, how, and how, uh, how Palmer hates realistic dialogue and all this stuff. So every time they mentioned it, like every other episode, they re- reminded <laughs> you that he had just been nominated for an Oscar for, <laughs> for The Deer Hunter. And I just keep thinking of you guys every single time. <laughs> That's awesome. I was just thinking about the Deer Hunter the other day, but specifically Christopher Walken in the Deer Hunter. That's very odd. Because he's the only thing that stands out in that movie. Well, he stands out in every movie, yes. truly. Shooby doo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like you. <laughs> uh, anyway, shall we go on? <laughs> yeah, let's let's press on. Um we have all seen the legendary shower scene in Psycho. During the scene. How many times does Alfred Hitchcock show the knife plunging into Janet Lee's body? Uh, oh, red rum, none. Correct. Hitchcock never shows the knife entering Lee's body. 
<laughs> gotcha. I thought I was going to ask how many cuts in the scene there oh. were. I thought so too. Like, and I was like seventy four. <laughs> I think there are like seven. Although, there are like seventy four edits in that scene yeah. or something like that. Although, fun fact, um, someone someone not too long ago, I believe, actually like slowed down that scene, and there it, supposedly there is actually a part where you see the knife go in. I don't think so. I mean, like I know that the you're right. Like the story is, it's all in the mind. That's right. Yeah, you but never supposedly, it. like that's that's kind of a uh, fallacy. Hmm. Oh well, I mean, well, it got me the right answer. It so, did. Yeah. So continue on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's go into this one. Kathy Bates won the Best Actress Oscar for her portrayal of psychotic nurse Annie Wilkes in Rob Reiner's Misery, adapted from the Stephen King novel. Annie is frequently cited as one of the best movie villains of all time. In which direction did her penguin always face? Oh, dang. Hocus Pocus. Okay. East. That is incorrect. Tim? Damn. Is it is it a like a direction, like on a compass direction? Yes, it is. Correct. Yes. Let's go. Right. Because Maine is so high, it can, you can, can only go down. You can only see down. It can only go down. Is this a real? Is this a real penguin or is it a metaphorical penguin? It's a real I penguin. I mean, this is not an Adam Sandler. Not a real penguin. Yeah, it's not. That's right. Give it a second. Okay. Oh no! I just have Yeah. Conditioner is better. You will never see the likes. <laughs> Stop looking at me, Swan. Stop looking at me, Swan. Uh, uh, you'll never see the likes of this in Better Homes and Gardens. Sam Raimi's horror debut features a memorable scene with plant matter. What was the name of this sequel spawning cult success? Red Rum. The That's Evil correct. Yay. Right. I've film I've never seen. Actually, neither. Neither have I. Ah, uh, who? Should you is the question? Mm. I've seen Army of I've seen Army of Darkness. The yeah, third but, in but that. Evil Dead is the straight horror yes version. Right. It all kind of have... and then you have Evil Dead Two, which is kind of the mixture, and then Army of Darkness, which is basically a Evil comedy. Dead Two is along the line. Like it's not as campy as Army of Darkness, but it starts. It's it basically just there, Evil yeah. Dead with a bigger budget, mm. right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He basically set out to remake the same movie with a better budget. Well, because he didn't have the rights to the original, I think is what it was. Oh, interesting. So, that, like, even, like, the flashbacks that they show, they had to reshoot. Oh, wow. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about because I've never seen it, but interesting. It's good. Yeah, okay. Hmm. All right. Okay. Um, multiple choice here. So, in one of the more memorable scenes in horror film history, a photographer gets decapitated in slow motion by a sliding sheet of plate glass in this blockbuster supernatural thriller, which Red Rum, The Omen. The, wow, yes, it was. Good gotcha. work. Covered. Never saw it. You never seen no, the I Omen? I've never seen the Omen. Great film, great film. Not that scary. Totally watchable. Talking to Frank, not. To I'm not. Oh, oh. So my scary. thing with, it's not that I'm. I get scared. I actually don't like. I just don't enjoy them like as 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 much. I, I I've watched a lot of of bad horror movies. Uh, I had an internship when I was finishing out college. Where that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes. One hundred years of monster movies. It was called, and we had a channel that would just show monster movies all the time, and I was in charge of that for a little bit <clears throat> yeah i um the omen has a, a great 
perf- uh, a great perform um chilling performance not chilling performance but a great performance by Gregory Peck in mm. a chilling movie mm. recommend yeah. right on I think that might have been the first movie I ever saw Gregory Peck in oh actually. interesting yeah as we all as as well documented on this podcast my mom liked to introduce us to great cinema when we were quite <laughs> when I when, uh, when we were quite young and I believe the omen was on that list of great cinema when <laughs> I, I was that. a child so yeah it's been a while. It's been a while. Anyway. All right. When director Brian De Palma was casting Carrie, he wanted a particular actress for one of the parts, but the wife of the film's art director saw the script and thought she'd be perfect in the role. She was. Who was the actress red, and what uh, role red, did she play? Hocus Pocus. Red rum. I, Sissy Spacek. That's correct. Yes, the, that is sissy's okay. basic. Yes, <laughs> that was a weird way to phrase that question. It, was it like, really it was. was going to be they somewhere go else, long but who was it actually? <laughs> yeah, I was like, it was sissy's basic. Yeah. Anyway, that's fine. I knew it too. I just couldn't get the words out. <laughs> you just couldn't remember red rum. I couldn't remember red rum. I was just going to yell out sissy's basic and said, "The mom from Blast from the Past." <laughs> no one remembers that movie, huh? Oh, I do. That's the a bla- Brendan Fraser movie. Yeah, it's a, blast- a good movie. It's a blast from your past. Speaking of Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> he's the father that's right whoa Frank. this one is there now we're getting to some real hard ones here i'm gonna do you guys a favor all right it was the best of times here we go here we go multiple choice which of the following horror films is based on this premise if the person you think you see could actually be a non-human entity occupying the body of that person how do you know who's red who? rum tim red rum the body snatchers I would, uh, as your, <clears throat> as as counsel, <laughs> finish the finish. Uh, the hocus pocus. Nope. nope I, Invasion of the body snatchers. Nope. I I would, nope, I, I would still I would still encourage you guys to let me finish reading this. Oh okay. wow. Okay. All right. uh, so uh, A. Step, invasion step of the body snatchers. B. The Stepford Wives. C. The Thing. D. All of the above. Oh D. All. Of the, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that would make sense. Well. I'm glad that Body Snatchers was on It was. It was. You were not. And then I said Stepford Wives before (laughs) you even said it on the thing. That's why I had to to sort of intervene there. I've never seen Body Snatchers. I've only seen the remake of Stepford Wives, and The Thing is a great movie that everyone should watch. Okay. Uh, I've never seen Body Snatchers. I've only seen the remake of Stepford Wives, and The Thing remake is better than The Thing original. The Thing remake is technically a prequel, isn't it? The one with um, uh, uh, Winstead there, Elizabeth, Sarah Elizabeth Winstead, is that her name? Oh, I'm thinking of Mary uh, Elizabeth. Winstead, I'm thinking yeah. of the I'm thinking of the other John Carpenter movie that was remade, The Fog. Yeah, with uh, Superman. Yeah, that's the fog. That's the fog. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, the thing is great. Even if you don't care for the story, or whatever the visual effects, like the amount of work that that yeah. dude put into the thing, he he basically lived on no sleep, candy bars, and soda for months, and had to check himself into the hospital when he was done making the movie because he was so exhausted and basically Kurt go, Russell going to die. No, not Kurt Russell. Wilford Brimley. Was it Phil Tippett? It might have been Phil Tippett. Oh no, I don't remember. Or Phil Tippett was supposed to work on it and then went somewhere. I don't remember. Frank. Uh, <laughs> Do one more. Yeah, story. I think we've do got time one for one question. more. Okay. Ooh. Can we do two more? <laughs> I really want to do two more. Um, oh, fine. Okay. So, uh, director Roger Corman established... This is multiple choice. Director Roger Corman established his horror credentials in the 1960s with a series of films adapting works of Edgar Allan Poe, House of Usher, The Pit and the Pendulum, Tales of Terror, and others. 
what famous actor starred in all but one of Corman's Red Rock Hocus Pocus films? Oh, Vincent Damn. Price. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're all bad movies and barely resemble. No, they're the, great movies. Vincent Price is in it. Yeah, well, that's that could potentially be true, but they barely resemble the Edgar Allan Poe stories. That's the good part. Or is it? Okay. Uh, this is our last one. Steven Spielberg. Senor Spielberg. Was <laughs> <laughs> Steven Spielberg was just 28 years old when he directed Jaws, the seminal bl- summer blockbuster that is still one of the top 10 highest grossing films of all time. What is the name of the doomed fishing boat? The three. Yeah, I was like, come on. Are you not going <laughs> to? I thought well, I didn't know what you were going to ask me. We were going to ask me the name of the what animatronic shark. What is your favorite like, what, color? <laughs> what is the name of the doomed fishing boat? The three heroes take out a sea to find the new battle with the film's uh, villain, a leviathan, great white shark. It's red rum. The orca. Yes, <laughs> yes. I already said it. Damn it! <laughs> oh, I only heard red rum. I didn't hear the orca. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's. Uh, are we agreed that we're done? Yes, yes, at yes. The, well, we're at our podcast time at limit. At the so. end of the game, we have uh, Palmer with seven and Tim with 12 correct answers. Yeah. Wow. Right. Wow. I'll be totally honest. I expected, I came into this game expecting Palmer. I'll be to totally honest. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be totally honest. I didn't want to upstage the host. <laughs> yeah. That's a good guy. Right yeah, there. right. That's right. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying that uh, you still wouldn't have won, but there were like two that I that I seriously was like, "Come on, Tim, you can get this one." <laughs> well, happy Halloween to everybody listening. It's uh, this was a lot of fun to do, and thank you, Palmer, for joining us. This, this made it a lot more fun than if we sat there and challenged each other because I'd be like, "I don't know, I've never seen any of them, so I don't, I don't know." <laughs> that's, that's exactly how this would have exactly gone. Exactly how it would have gone. Frank would still be asking questions and then answering them himself and still getting it wrong. <laughs> that's actually that's actually true. Spooky scary. Spooky scary. Boys becoming men. Men <laughs> becoming wolves. <laughs> Werewolf bar mitzvah. Uh, anyway, you can find us on Beer with Geeks at beerwithgeeks.com and Gmail and Facebook and Twitter. You can find all other Thoppable Audio shows at thoppableaudio.com, as we made mention of plenty of times in this episode. You can rate and review us on iTunes and find us on Overcast and Satchel and Google Play and Spotify and all other places that podcasts can be found. You can, of course, also donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash audio, which you can also do from the Overcast app. This has been a great episode. Good night, New York. (laughs) Anyway, until next time. Cheers. Cheers.